good afternoon, and welcome to episode 284 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. How are you guys doing today? Well, folks, it is Saturday, February 27th. I wanted to call it September 27th. Don't ask me why. February 27th, 2021, which means it's the last day of the week for Other Ground Live. I'm glad to have you guys here. Um, as you guys know, we do Wednesday through Saturday, so if you miss out today, you got to wait until next Wednesday to get a new episode, but you guys didn't miss out because you're right here with me. <laughs> you know the routine uh, i'm going to talk about stuff you guys can call in about it or not you can call in about your own stuff you can type into the chat box about stuff and i will ignore it <laughs> I mean, i'll try to read it i really will i'm just bad at it all right well let's see what's going on today um closing in on time for me to go back to work so which i'm looking forward to uh but so we've taken the last day or two to try to do things that we're not gonna have time to do most of the time during the season um at least that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're mostly not. I'm still technically uh, should buy a refrigerator before I go back to work. Ours is doing weird things. And we kind of want to buy a couch before we go back to work. And neither of those things have happened and will most likely not happen until either the refrigerator breaks or next year. Because I don't like fucking with that kind of stuff once I go back to work because I don't have a lot of time. Uh, so today, instead, we went to Sam's Club. Yay. My wife got us a Sam's Club membership. <laughs> I do not think we are really good candidates for a sam's club membership oh wait we have a caller oh that's early let's see what's going on here well hello there ultimate co-host how are you doing today hey passive j it's me ultimate co-host oh well hello there sir uh, what can i do for you today well it just struck me as i was listening to your show today that you may need some help with a co-host so I'm here to help you read things and pronounce hard words and read from Yahoo's and work the soundboard and stuff like that. Okay, well, uh, this is unexpected. Um, but I certainly uh, don't want to make the ultimate co-host unhappy. So yeah, sure, dude. If, if you want to hang out and do stuff, I don't, I'm not going to tell you no. Perfect. Sounds awesome. Let's do this, baby. What's our <laughs> topic right. today? Oh, we have many topics today. Let's see. Uh, first off, bat is, uh, have you seen these? Uh, th these have been a thing for a while now. They call them reaction videos where you find where you put somebody who wouldn't be normally listening to a type of music and have them listen to it. And it's become an entire genre right now. The first one that I saw were uh, black guys who uh, watched heavy metal video, uh, heavy metal, heavy metal videos, uh, which branched out to it quite a bit. I saw one today where it was an opera singer who was watching different heavy metal videos. Uh, have you seen any of this? You know what? I see quite a lot of that when I watch K-pop videos. There's lots of black guys kind of reacting to K-pop videos. And they're kind of taking advantage of like people going, ooh, black guys like that? Like, wow, I can't believe it. But it's like, it's just heavy metal. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, when I was growing up, uh, one of my friends was uh, a black guy. <laughs> I know it sounds contrived. Uh, but that sounds really was... racist, but let's yeah, keep going. Uh, yeah, uh, and he was huge in heavy metal. Uh, we used to make jokes about it because you know he, he was a, a black kid that got raised in a white neighborhood, uh, and, and his best friend was a guy named Wally, who one of the funniest things Wally thought in the world was the fact that he could talk blacker than Calvin could. Calvin was the black guy's name. <laughs> so oh my they, goodness! They, yeah, like they go to Taco Bell and, and Wally would would, would, use, would ebonics it up to order something, and he'd say, "See," and Calvin couldn't even reproduce it. So. Cool guy, though. Kind of a yeah, bitch. 
I, he, he must have had a rich he must have had a rich family because I remember at one point he was driving around like it looked like a fucking monster truck. It was, it was a it was a jacked up Bronco that was at least that was lifted at least a goddamn foot. Um, I was I was amazed. <laughs> I was amazed because you know we're all like 18, 19 years old and driving around shit boxes, and he's driving around this awesome fucking lifted truck. I'm like, holy fuck, dude! And the fact that it was a black guy driving around in a lifted truck didn't even actually register on me until later. Uh, just, you know, think how funny that was on a different level. Yeah, you know what? That's it's a breaking stereotypes when you see a black guy in a jacked up truck. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Uh, that which we always thought was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, Calvin's a good guy. I think he ended up owning a, uh, an exotic pet store last time I checked on him. Yeah, he's always which which doesn't surprise me because he he work he's been working at a pet store the entire time I've known him. Which and which like like I'm not close friends with him. I haven't really talked to him in probably ten or fifteen years. But you you keep track of people on Facebook, you know, and see what how they're doing for the most part. Yeah, I had to get rid of my Facebook. The FBI doesn't let me have it anymore for some reason. They think I'm a hazard. <laughs> I can't imagine why people dog Facebook quite a bit. And I can understand that because there is a lot of silliness on there. A lot of attention. Uh-huh. I, I should, I should know I do it myself. Uh, and you know, a lot of like vague booking, which is my personal pet peeve. If you don't want to describe what's going on, don't fucking bring it up. Uh, but Facebook is good in a lot of ways. It allows you to keep track of family that you would never hear from again in your entire life and friends and things like that. And I've, I really appreciate the fact that I've stayed at the same level of ugliness for the last 30 years while everyone I went to high school with is slowly going downhill. Well, that's a oh, funny way of looking at things. Oh, my God. Yeah, my wife just shouted from the from the other room. You got better looking. I'm like, <laughs> which actually makes it kind of worse. <laughs> I, I see your uh, glass is half empty and the first half tasted like shit, kind of guy. Ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she is right. Uh, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm no prize, but I certainly look better than I did when I was in school. Um, I was not fully formed. I think <laughs> be the way to put that. You know, when tall people are uh, caught in the middle of their growing, it can get really, really awkward. I can't imagine you being awkward as a teenager, Jay. <laughs> no, me? Yeah, no, it's true though, obviously. <laughs> I I was nothing but awkward. Uh, it's uh it was sad. Yeah, I didn't I didn't not surprisingly, I did not have an awesome time in high school. Uh, the last couple of years weren't too bad once uh, the burnouts adopted me. But before that, school wasn't fun. Elementary school and middle school and all that good shit. But that we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about fun shit. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah, so that you know. Uh, I was watching the the opera lady uh, critique Cemetery Gates uh, by Pantera. And I don't know. <laughs> that's pretty much what that's pretty much what she did. Uh, and I don't know how much of it's fake because you don't you never know if they've actually really never seen um, the video that they're watching beforehand. Uh, but she was super duper impressed with Phil. I don't know how much of a Pantera fan you are, uh, so I don't know how much this conversation is going to register. Pantera is pretty popular in Canada. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right. Well, just because they're popular doesn't mean you're necessarily into them. Because you, I can't, I can't name any songs personally, but I think buying the t-shirts looks really cool. <laughs> well, um, unlike a lot of heavy metal bands, uh, the singer from Pantera can actually sing pretty well. He before the, he was doing heavy metal, he was doing more like Def Leppard. Uh, like uh light rock sort of stuff so the guy can actually sing pretty good and he Puth rock? Hell... i'm sorry Puth rock 
Put, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he was, but he was a good singer even then too. He probably could have done actual singing stuff. Uh, so him going back and forth between hitting high notes and growling stuff out really impressed the opera lady. So, uh, so it, it, was, it was a fun video. I can't. I, I, I'm still amazed. I spent 20 minutes watching it though. I've seen a British lady that uh, she's like a vocal coach, mm-hmm. and she critiques everybody on there, and she has kind of a funny nose, but I'd still do her. <laughs> if, if I was if I was into chicks, right? <laughs> she kind of she kind of makes me into chicks a little bit. Right, right, right. Yeah, this is a pretty lady. Um, so and, and her uh, the way she um reacts to the uh, song song is uh, makes her more attractive. I think so. But that's right, Juice. I think I think it is Rebecca Juther. Yeah, uh, I don't know what the name of this one is. Uh, it just says opera singer, uh, Pantera by. Pantera reactions and analysis by vocal coach, uh, opera singer. Uh, here, let me click on it. Uh, yeah, her name of her channel is the Charismatic Voice, or Charismatic, the Charismatic Voice. Yeah, which is Charismatic. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I that was cool. Yeah, uh, which I could probably use a little charisma myself. Uh, let's see, what else are they talking? Don't about? be silly, Jay. You have plenty of charisma, baby. It's dripping. It's oozing from your pores. Oh, that doesn't sound good at all. We're going to have to get a mop. Um, uh, let's see. Somebody posted a picture of their motorcycle in front of an awesome uh, backdrop in the desert, it looks like. we. Uh, I thought about buying a, a motorcycle at one point uh, before my uh, stepdad uh, got killed on one, um, several years before that. Um, and... It's an attractive thing because motorcycle is not really doesn't seem like it has a really high price point to break into. I mean, like you go onto the used uh, motorcycle ads and you can get what looks like to be a decent motorcycle really fucking cheap. I mean, obviously it's not a car, but still, you know. Uh, and well, Jay, listen, mm-hmm. if, if you want to kill yourself, you can just go buy a bottle of bleach for like three dollars and drink it. OK, that's why motorbikes are cheap. It's because you die. Yeah, I mean, well, I, trust me, that's kind of how I feel about it. I've told you guys before, not only was my stepdad killed in, in a motorcycle accident. Oh, son of a I, bitch. I'm so sorry. God <laughs> damn it. I stick my big foot in my mouth every time. That's so right, sensitive. Dude. I call that's myself so... the ultimate co-host, and look what I'm doing. I'm being a big <laughs> fucking goof. It's okay. Well, the, the reason I feel that I'm feeling even more strongly about it is because my uh, uh, real dad was also almost killed in a motorcycle accident back in, like, the late 70s or early 80s. Um, so the, the entire family history of motorcycles is not great. Uh, my brother rides a motorcycle and he hasn't been killed yet. So, uh, so I, I guess it doesn't, you know, run in the family completely, but at one point I was looking into it and you can buy a, a motorcycle pretty cheap. Uh, it used to be even cheaper. Uh, I remember uh, a friend of mine way back when I was in my early to mid twenties, uh, he bought a motorcycle and uh, he paid $800 for it. It was a, Kawasaki or Yamasaki, I can't remember what the fuck it was. And uh, I, I drove him to go get it. Yeah, and I was amazed that he paid eight hundred dollars for it. absolutely nothing to it. He just drove it around for like two years and sold it for like eight hundred dollars. Like, really? Eight hundred dollars is the breaking point for a motorcycle? What seemed to be at least a fairly reliable one? You can't even get a French bulldog for that much money. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Speaking of which, um, we talked about this yesterday, the entire uh, Lady Gaga having her uh, dogs kidnapped. and oh, son of a bitch. Y- you'd be surprised by uh, how many people uh, 
think that it was a poor idea for her to give them money for it because and i mean i said that yesterday i exaggerated it quite a bit but i said she's basically starting a new criminal industry of celebrity dog napping because the uh, consequences for the dog nappers are a lot lower than if they kidnap someone's uh, kidnap someone's kid and while still having apparently the same rewards because shit dude she paid a half a million dollars to get her dogs back that was pretty silly of her yeah, and she's yeah. You know, now she's never gonna. Her dogs are never gonna be able to get walked again. Those are inside dogs forever now, right? I would assume. Son so. of a bitch! Poor dog walker, <laughs> just getting blasted walking some Frenchies <laughs> down the street. Yeah, shit, dude. I mean, come on. Of all the jobs that you could have, you would think a dog walker is pretty safe, you know. Um, and of course, the joke going around is she hasn't offered five hundred thousand dollars, you know, for the uh, capture of the people that shot her dog walker, you know. She was like five hundred thousand dollars, no question asked. You know, well, yeah, she can't that shot your guy, your guy, right? So no questions asked. Yeah, you, you, they can go free of that crime as long as they give you your dogs back, huh? Well, I was reading this uh, MMA message board full of retards earlier, and somebody mentioned the fact that her being a privileged, privileged white lady, it wouldn't look very good putting a bounty on the heads of some young black youths. <laughs> so she had to say i want the dogs back for five hundred thousand dollars instead of wanted dead or alive those black kids the queen of hollywood <laughs> the queen, yeah I, i'm not sure if that's how she interpreted it I, i'm pretty sure she said no questions asked as and i you know i won't prosecute you if you bring me my dogs back uh not that she gets to choose that <laughs> can, can you imagine her at the station no i told them that they wouldn't be prosecuted for murdering my dog walker so so, so you, you guys got to let them go, okay? <laughs> oh, wait, we got a call. You know, oh, hello there, Sly. This new co-host you have, he is way better than your last one. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. thanks, Sly. I have well, to say that. High bar, okay. really, right? <laughs> you know, I don't hold grudges. Let's just leave it at that. We don't, we don't want a bunch of drama to talk about the past. No grudges. This co-host is great, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I have three times I've pasted something in here. Either you're ignoring the question or you're not paying attention to the chat, host. I mean, I mean, oh, son of a bitch. That's not the host's fault. That's my fault, Sly. I'm the ultimate co-host, and I'm dropping the ball again. I'm making comments about Jay's deceased motorcycle thingies. I'm not looking at the chat. It's, sorry, I'm nervous. It's my first day. All right. Okay, well, we will go back and read his question since he felt it was so important. Passive Jay, would you rather eat bat soup from Wutan, China, or old permeated cabbage topped with hot sauce and peppers um it, other than the stomach issues uh, the cabbage topped with hot sauce and peppers might not be bad i'm not a big fan of cabbage but hot sauce and peppers helps pretty much anything go down doesn't it right what about you their ultimate co-host um i'm not really trying to eat anything from wuhan china to be honest with you jay yeah. uh, but i'm not really a big fan of peppers either no, I mean, he, he didn't say what kind of peppers. They could be sweet peppers. They could be hot peppers. They could be banana peppers. They could be mild peppers. They could be pepper pots from the Iron Man movies. And you could take that either way, really. Okay, well, <clears throat> look, I, I'll just pick a needle from Wuhan, China. I'll lick the needle. <laughs> That's compromise. That's how the real world works. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's see. What else are they talking about here on the OG? For those of you who don't know, the OG is the off-topic forum of a mixed martial arts forum called the Underground. Where the other ground? Get it? Yeah, it's stupid. We know. <laughs> let's see. It's a very creative naming process. 
It was, wasn't it though? <laughs> Someone is asking what the, the saddest scene of an Adam Sandler movie was. To my answer being the opening of Jack and Jill. Just the fact that that movie fucking exists is fucking sad. I liked when he said, "Stop looking at me, Swan." <laughs> that was my favorite part of Adam Sandler. Yeah, you know he's he's uh, he's had good movies. I mean, you can't you know he's not a complete hack. You know, uh, he has some funny shit. Uh, it's just, I think part of the problem is he puts out so much stuff that it's, you know, and it's very hit or miss. There's so much, uh, for every good thing he puts out, there's one that's shit. Um, I think he had like Happy Gilmore and what was his other one? He had Happy Gilmore and then there was one other good movie. I think Billy Madison was one of his. Billy Madison, that's right, yes. And then he started doing bullshit with Drew Barrymore and doing these little cutesy love stories that were exactly the same every time. And oh my God, it was just like, it was garbage. It was like watching an episode of Dalton the movie. <laughs> and uh, the, what really turned me against Adam Sandler, and to be truth, it, truthful, this is not Adam Sandler's fault. Uh, my little sister loved the movie Little Nicky. Like, loved it, loved it, loved it. And to the point where I've just from going over to visit them over the series of a of weekends, you know, over a couple years, I've watched the movie at least 15 times. And it gives me fucking nightmares thinking about it at this point. Just that his voice, he's talking at the entire night. I'm just, oh, Jesus Christ. So, yeah. Yeah, that was a bit aggravating. Yeah, so I, I feel bad because, like I said, he has made good movies. Um, Happy Gilmore is really great. I kind of liked, uh, uh, even what was that one, even that one he did with uh, Drew Barrymore. That wasn't too bad. Not, yeah. Drew, not, not, not Drew Barrymore, uh, Renola Wider. Renona, Renona Wider. No, Renona, God, Renona, help me out here. Why? No, nah, right. The whole why? Why no? Why nah. no? Nah, right. There you got. That's this what I do, baby. That's why. That's why I'm becoming the best co-host. <laughs> See, the the horrible part is I got the last name wrong, and Ryder's not a hard name. <laughs> yeah, but I, that one wasn't too bad. Um, and someone asked if there's anybody here, anything I don't like, that I do like. So, so do I, yeah, yeah. Tits asked me if I like anyone J-Balls. I like all kinds of people. I don't even dislike Adam Sandler. It was just something to talk about for five minutes. <laughs> well, lots no. of people dislike Adam Sandler. I mean, it's not like you're being overly negative disliking Adam Sandler. Like, lots of people fucking hate the guy's guts. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm being pretty fair and impartial about that one. Exactly. Um, not like he's ITP or something. <laughs> Those poor dudes. I shouldn't say poor dudes. They're fucking mega rich and have done pretty much everything they've ever wanted to do with their life. But man, does the internet hate internet hate those guys? I think they hate their fans more than anything. <laughs> like, there's, like, like there, there's nothing wrong with like putting on some face paint and dancing around pretending to be a clown. But when you are actually one of their cult members. Cold like, 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 like that's who you gotta hate. Like those guys that kiss their dicks and dress up and go to their fucking little juggalo fest and fucking <laughs> like take pride in drinking fucking disgusting root beer from Detroit. <laughs> that's a little harsh. Fago's not too bad. Uh, it, there is a reason it's cheaper than all the rest of the pops, but still, you do what you have to. Uh, two bottle of antifreeze. Yep, there you go. Uh, two. Uh, 
I've never been to one, but the gathering of the juggalos actually looks like it'd be a fun time as, as long as you're willing to lower your entertainment standards a certain point. You know, um, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Watch one of the videos for that and tell me that it doesn't look like it'd be interesting. To, I to swear to God, I would rather stay in a trailer with a fucking lady breeding cats in Florida than go to one of those fucking juggalos. <laughs> Jay, I swear to God. <laughs> And, and it's it's hard to for me to try to defend ICP because I don't really like most of their music. Uh, there's a couple songs that I feel are that I think are funny, um, and I think that they are talented in, in what they're doing. But for the most part, I don't like their music. So when people come at me and say ICP sucks, I'm like, kinda, yeah. <laughs> What's going on, Sly? The biggest seller in all the Arab stores is Moon Mist. Oh yeah. Bagel Moonist. Yep, that's their version of uh, uh, Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah, I just thought I would add that, you know, for the the ultimate co-host, you know, he needed to know that. Do you sell wrap snacks too, Sly, at your store? I want to, oh, hell yeah, we do Cardi B, you know, a bunch of them. Oh, snacks. You pay twice the price. I'd love some Fago Moon Mist and wrap snacks together, like that would be a Canadian's dream, oh my god. I'm eating so, in the hood. Woo! <laughs> I think he needs to say that one more time because he says that so cute. I said I'm eating in the hood. Woo! No, the the, the part about the you know rap snacks and moon mist. Rap snacks and moon mist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> God, dog, give me some rap snacks and moon mist. Oh, that should be a sound bite. Yeah. The show and, and three squares. You guys, do you sell individual cigarettes? Slide under the like table. I, I do. Think I, I, think, I, I think. I think. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think that's illegal. But I see that at all, at all kinds of gas stations in the ghetto and the party L- stores and stuff. You, Lucy, send me a Lucy, baby. How do you know my store is in the ghetto? Well, I mean, if you have more than like three or four, it's unavoidable. Unavoidable. Some of them are going to be in the ghetto. You know what? I'm telling you, man. I'm going to pay you to shovel that damn thing one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> well, if nothing else, I, I think you. I think you know your market. If you were, if you had a party store in like an upscale um, white neighborhood, I'm not sure you'd be selling that much moon mist and wrap snacks. I think you'd be selling a lot of Doritos and Mountain Dew. Uh, I haven't had my own. Oh, did we lose them? Yeah, we lost. We lost them. Yeah, see, I mean, you know, you see what I'm saying? I think you got. I think you got to read your audience. So if he sells, says he's selling a lot of moon mist and wrap snacks, I'm assuming it's more of an urban environment that he's operating in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you have to imagine. Which I, is where you I can also ask him how many Phillies Blunt he sells. <laughs> hey, hey, Sly Dog, you moved a lot of Old English this week. <laughs> I'm not sure, I wonder if that's still popular because you know there's always trends for those sort of things. At one point, like you know, uh, old English and Colt, Colt 45 and lots of 40s. That was the you know, the urban thing to do. I know this because I spent a lot of time in an urban environment. Um, and uh, but trends oh. ch- trends change. Like for my white trash friends, uh, like Mag Dog 2020 was always like a good uh, choice to go for when you're trying to get drunk on the cheap. Oh, uh, stuff like that. So I don't know. Do kids still drink Mad Dog? Is that a thing? 
I don't know what anybody still does. Like, I'm, I'm kind of upset that Sly left because I want to ask him if people still come in and buy pornographic magazines from him in oh, 2021. Oh, my, I had a friend kind of... that, used to, that used to hate that shit. We go out, we go out partied and stuff, and you know, and we wouldn't score or anything. But he had a girlfriend, so he didn't give a shit. Yeah, you know, and on the way home, I'd be like, "Dude, stop at that party store." He goes, "Why?" I go, "Dude, I want to pick up, pick up a couple of porn mags." He's like, oh, I don't want to stop. I'm like, dude, you don't even have to get out of the car, dude. Just give me two minutes out of your life, okay? <laughs> now, of course, that hasn't uh, hasn't been a problem in decades and decades, but it used to be hard to get hold of hold of pornographic materials. Oh my God, tell me about it. You know, back when I was in high school, my best friend he lived across the street from this place called the KY Mart, and it was owned by some Arab gentlemen too. But we'd go in there every day, and he'd be swiping pornos left and right. And he had shoe boxes and shoe boxes of this stuff under his bed. And I swear to God, every time I go over, the mom would start yelling at him. And then she'd be like, I know about all your shoe boxes under the bed, Jeffries. And he'd be like, fuck you, mom. He'd be like, I know what you do with those things. And he'd be like, no, you don't. I just look at them. <laughs> and I'd be like, can I look at some? <laughs> He'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, good times. Yeah, I, I, I swear, I think every single person on the planet uh, above a certain age encountered their first uh, naked girl via a picture uh, in the woods. Found <laughs> porn because that's what the first time I ever saw a titty uh, was like on a like a half rotted away porno magazine we found in the woods. Oh, all soaked and crinkled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> With bush. And it was Bush because it was like 70s fucking porn. So uh, they hadn't thought of shaving that shit yet. It was jungle down there. My buddy's dad was a truck driver in high school. He just had stacks of them in every bathroom in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, you go to a mad friends taking extended mad friends were taking extended bathroom breaks in his house. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just shitting the really stinky one. Oh, give me a while. (laughs) I'm embarrassed. I'm going to wait for it to clear out. <laughs> Holy Christ. And then, of course, every once in a while, you go to over someone's house whose parents were progressive and, you know, they didn't they didn't think there was anything wrong with nudity. And you just find, like, fucking Playboys and stuff just lying out fucking everywhere and shit. Like, holy shit, dude, what kind of world is this here? I had uh, I had uh, one buddy of mine. This is when we were young, like seven, eight, nine years old. When I first met him, he was so proud of the fact that he'd seen his mom's bush. <laughs> they they had bought him like that kid's book you know this is a, you know, about this is what dad's body's like and this is what mom's body's like and all like a shit and you know he's like yeah check out this book i'm like oh okay he goes i've seen my mom's i'm like okay that's great to know <laughs> some people are weird he managed to spot it like national geographic <laughs> it's true it's really true i thought <laughs> Exactly. It's it's like he was talking about bigfoot or something it's like dude I, dude it's not just a story i've seen it it's real <laughs> oh shit okay let's see what else they're talking about over there uh, I swear hey if you got something that you want to talk about I'm all up for it I'm horrible at coming up with topics oh boy Here, here's one I had this poor friend well he wasn't really poor He's, he just had some troubled parents and he had a stepbrother that nobody liked named Ryan but that's beside the point but for whatever reason his parents never made him clean his room and always let his friends come hang over at his house. And he also had like iguanas into the room in a big cage. Hmm. So his, his room was like this disgusting, like 40 ounce clothing filled iguana poop, smelly kind of place. 
And his parents just kind of let it happen. Do you ever have any friends that had like disgusting iguanas? Not like disgusting iguanas, but I did have a, a couple friends where um, their parents didn't hold to the like the normal standards of hygiene. <laughs> Normally, because they were just you know, all fucked up doing their old, own thing. So I've been over a couple friends' house where like you know their room was filled with nothing but like fucking takeout carryout boxes or plates of old food, and because uh, you know, the, the parents just weren't around at all. Um, and you don't understand how fucked up these people were, Jay. I like I came to pick him up one day, right? And then I, I rolled up in front of his house in my car when I was 16, and he was out on this front lawn, and his mom was yelling at him, and they were screaming at each other, and she was like, "Fuck you, Steven, you're not going anywhere." And he's like, "Fuck you, mom, I'm going wherever I want, you fucking bitch." And then she was like, "No, you're not." And then she picked up a fucking shovel and she swung it at him, and he grabbed the shovel and she swung her around, and she was still holding it, and she fell over and broke her arm. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. And then her, then his stepdad came running out of the house like, you just broke your mom's arm, you son of a bitch. And Steve, <laughs> Steve dove in my car like, drive, drive. <laughs> I've seen we this movie. To, go, go, go. Yeah, you know, we had to punch it out of there before his stepdad kicked our ass, boy. Holy. <laughs> I see tits in the chat box. So he had a friend that had ferrets. Yeah, fuck those little fuckers. Yeah, dude, I had a friend that had ferrets. And dude, this was like a really clean person. And like they're, uh, they had a trailer. And they, I was kind of impressed because you know, he was a younger guy, him and his even younger brother. So like 22 and 20. But, you know, they they had their own trailer. And it was super clean and really nice looking. And I was like, wow, this is nice. It, why does this smell so fucked up? And it turns out ferrets. You, you really can't get away from the ferret smell no matter what you do. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Yeah. You know, some, some other fuck up pets. My uh, my friend, he was this big Croatian kid named Mike, and he had a Great Dane named Daisy. Mm. And Great Danes are really scary when you're like a little kid. You know what I mean? So one day we're gonna cut through his backyard and just jump through his yard and take a shortcut and jump over the other fence into this cul-de-sac. Right? He's like, "Don't worry about Daisy. It's all good." And we're all terrified that the dog is gonna come kill us. So <laughs> we all jump over the fence and it's looking good. And all of a sudden, Daisy comes out of nowhere, and oh my god, we're about to die. So I make it over the fence, Jeff makes it over the fence, Mike makes it over the fence, and Brock gets his leg over the fence, and all of a sudden, we just see Daisy's head out of nowhere, fucking grab him, and fucking pull him back into the yard. (laughs) (laughs) And Mike was on the other side of the fence with us, and he was like, oh shit. (laughs) My dog's gonna eat somebody. (laughs) Yeah, he had to to jump back and save Brock. He was chewed up a little bit, but he was none the worse for wear. See, I didn't, I've never been, uh, I'd never known anybody personally who's owned a Great Dane. I've encountered them when I was working at the Humane Society. Uh, so I didn't know if they, that they had any kind of behavioral issues. Most of those big dogs are uh, pretty gentle, uh, I found in, in general, anyways. Yeah, they're not too bad. Unless you make the wrong move and they bite you in the nuts. Right. Well, there's, there's exceptions to every rule, obviously. Uh, biggest dog I ever, ever personally saw, I think, was a Great Dane St. Bernard mix uh, named Roscoe. That was a uh, that was at our shelter for a while. Someone turned him in because he was too fucking big for him. I think he weighed well over two hundred pounds. He was just he looked like a Saint Bernard, but he was even fucking taller than a regular Saint Bernard. But he was built like one. So uh, we had problems with him from day one. Not nothing with his temperament. He was as sweet as can be. We couldn't keep him locked up. <laughs> the first, it took us a couple days to figure it out because we put him in the normal kennel. You know, and everything's fine during the day. We ever we, we close up shop, come back the next day, and he's wandering up the hallway, you know, and the hallway between the kennels up and down, you know, and his door's open. And we're like, how the fuck did that happen? And 
it took it was it was pretty quickly figured out what happened. He was so fucking heavy that he would put his paws up on the fence and push on it until it actually warped the lock and popped it out. It turns out we had to put like a chain or a lock, actual lock on it to keep him from getting out of the fucking thing. And I was like, wow, he's just a he was just a massive fucking dog. Uh, and one of the uh, workers there ended up adopting him because he needed uh, special circumstances. That's the dog that needs a lot of space, <laughs> a lot of space. <laughs> Anyways, there, there you go. <laughs> ha, Path of J. I fooled you for the last half hour. It was really me, the hacker, the whole time. Oh no. Uh, sir, I I I, I kind of figured that out actually. I'm just not, I just don't want to make any waves. Are you serious? Yes, sir. Oh my god, I'm I'm my gay, I'm losing my touch. <laughs> well, you know, sir, I'm, okay, I'm lying. I, I would, I'm seriously, not no, seriously, I, I, I swear to God, like, what, what's going to happen next? Homeboy 88 is going to beat me at a rap battle or something? Like, oh my oh, God. No, I'm so, look, dude, I'm, look so, I'm, so, I'm sorry for bothering you today, Path of J. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Have a good day, sir. Oh, wait, but, oh, now I, I almost feel bad. I, I'm sure he's fucking with me, though. So, okay. Well, anyways, that was weird and unusual. Um, does anybody else want to call in and host half a show while <laughs> before I move on? I'm still not quite sure what just happened there, but <laughs> anyways, let's see what else you guys want to talk about. Um, it is Saturday, so I assume some of you might have seen the uh, WandaVision episode. Uh, anybody want to call and talk about that? I'm not going to um, throw it down at you guys if there isn't, isn't anybody who has seen it yet, So, because I don't like talking about it by myself. But if someone else wants to call in about it, I'd be more than happy to talk about it. Anyway, yeah, WandaVision. You don't know what WandaVision is? WandaVision's an awesome show on Disney+. Plus. Go watch it. <laughs> okay, we'll find something else to talk about. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Nothing over on the OG, so let's check Yahoo, the source for all news. Yahoo News. Oh, that reminds me, we do have a new sponsor uh, today. Big announcement, actually. It's because uh, it's you know uh, one of our very first sponsors, so I'm very proud. Uh, I'm proud to announce that we are sponsored by Dick Grow. That's right, Dick Grow, the number one dick growth pill. That's right. If you want your dick to grow, take Dick Grow. Available at convenience and party stores near you. Dick Grow, get you some. So yeah, I'm. So, there you go. Go get some Dick Grow, guys. I appreciate it. All right, moving on. Oh, let's see. Yahoo's talking about Yahoo News. Superman reboot. No, I don't give a shit about that. <clears throat> Justice League investigator says Walter Hamada did not interfere. His oh, Jesus Christ. That's that entire fucking people complaining that Joss Whedon's an asshole thing. I don't give a shit. I just want to see the movie. So you guys work out that shit behind scenes. I don't want to read news articles about people com complaining about Josh Whedon. Let's see. What else do we got today? Man, there's nothing in the news, is there? What else do you guys got? Anything? Anything at all? Come on. <laughs> I know it's supposed to be my job to think of things to say. I apologize. I lean on you guys too much some days. Um, anybody excited about the fact that uh, it's the UFC tonight? Uh, there's something to tell you. You have to... Um, Make sure after my show is over to go look up the Sly Dog Fight Companion. 
Sly Dog Fight Companion is a whole bunch of people getting together and watching UFC fights. So if you like UFC fights, you definitely have to look up Sly Dog's Fight Companion. It shows up sometime after my show, so you keep checking back. It's, it won't be exactly after my show. It's normally a little while, anywhere from a couple minutes up to an hour, uh, depending on uh, you have to give them time to set up. But at some point tonight, definitely look up Sly Dog's Fight Companion. It's a great time. I might even be there for a little while. Let's see. Yeah, and since we're talking about that, let's talk about the USC stuff, uh, as in the fights tonight. Let me switch on over to some place where I can see um, what the various fights are. And honestly, I don't need to do that because I'm not excited about any of them. There's no huge names. It's good. It's going to be a good uh, night for fighting. Uh, you can't. There's no such thing as a bad USC event, really. And, and a lot of times, these lesser-known names. Uh, produce better fights uh, at least more fun fights but the fact of the matter is while i would enjoy watching it i am not excited about any of these fights um none of them are big enough names to uh you know make me go oh i gotta see that sort of stuff so if it's in front of me i'll certainly watch it but i'm not gonna you know go out of my way to watch this kind of shit how about you guys i know you guys are a lot of you guys are mma fans do you feel that way lately um it's hard to get excited about anything but the big names. It used to be I loved MMA no matter what. Didn't care. I, I didn't care if it was two guys fighting in the backyard. I wanted to watch it. Um, and as I mentioned, if you put a fight in front of me, I'll watch it and I'll probably enjoy it. But I don't go out of my way to watch stuff anymore. And it, it doesn't really like move the needle like it used to. It's got to be something big to get me emotionally invested. Um, I think a lot of that's because I don't follow the newer fighters like I followed the older fighters. The older fighters, I read everything about them. Um, I, you know, I knew everything from you know where they're from to what they fucking had for a lunch uh, the day before, uh, who their last girlfriend was. You know, they fit. They they were more people, and I haven't had the time or the inclination to like invest, I guess, in these newer fighters. So I still enjoy watching the fights because a good fight's a good fight. But uh, like, I very rarely care who's going to win anymore. That sort of thing. And uh, tits, the juicer says tits loves boxing. Tit boxing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've never been into classic boxing uh, other than like the big fights. You know, um, I've been to a couple few people's houses when they did the pay-per-view for Tyson fights. Um, and I remember being at an ultimate sports bar of all places. Remember those? I think they were a national chain at one point. So did you guys have those around you? They're called the ultimate sports bar. And they were like, had all kinds of uh, sports memorabilia. And like, you know, they had a boxing ring dance floor and all this good shit. I remember being there uh, when Tyson fought, uh, oh, excuse me, when Tyson bit someone's ear off. <coughs> that was an interesting night. Dated the most beautiful women I've ever possibly dated <laughs> as a pity date. But it was still nice <laughs> the, to have white, quite, it was, it was cool in certain ways. I was work, working at the main society and she was working at the main society and uh, she went out on a date with me. I still have no clue why I'm sure it was 100% pity. <laughs> and I, I thought she was really good looking when she was at the main society, but then when she didn't, she, when she dressed up and I picked her up, I was like, holy shit. And for that one night I had what I considered and at least some other people considered the best looking girl in the entire club. Who, yeah, who kissed me on the cheek when I dropped her off and then we never went out another day. <laughs> but for one night, I felt like I had the very best looking girl in the entire room. It was a neat experience because, uh, you know, um, 
because uh, that's very rare for me to have other guys looking at me like, oh, how, how the fuck did you get that chick? It happens now because my wife's still way better looking than I am. <laughs> but I, at least I think I've matured to the point where people don't think it's too crazy. Yeah, maybe they do. Maybe they do. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so but you guys remember those? Were Ultimate Sport Bars a thing? Because I think I remember seeing them in, a, in like a couple different spots in Michigan. So they went out of business though and was changed what was the one near me changed into was that the i can't remember i used to love going to clubs and bars and stuff it was fun uh i was never very popular with the ladies but i still had a good time with the entire you know scene thing uh then after that i moved on to like uh a uh once i gave up on trying to get women at going out <laughs> Which is a great relief, by the way. It, your, your life's a lot more fun when you're not constantly worried about trying to get laid. Uh, so, yeah, which is why I'm much happier married, by the way. <laughs> but uh, even back then, like, I went through my period where I was just like, fuck it, dude, I'm not going to try if it. If it happens, it happens. And it changed my going out habits because instead of going to, like, nightclubs and stuff where there was dancing and shit like that, uh, I started hanging out with my band friends more and uh, just going to stuff like bars where they were playing. And you can have a lot of fun going to a bar where your band's friends are playing, but it's not the place to pick up chicks, really. Not when you have your when your friends are a heavy metal band, which makes 90% of the audience guys. But man, I had a lot of fun. A lot, uh, I was an Im impromptu roadie for a lot of my um, friends' bands. So, like, I go watch them play, you know, get in for free, you know, drink for fucking practically nothing or free half the time, um, just help them load shit and unload stuff. And that was a lot of fun. It was, it was the next best thing to be actually being in a band because I had no musical skills back then. I still barely do. I try to play bass, but I'm not really. <clears throat> but I'm working on it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, let's see. What else we got tonight? Can I complain more about the United States Poster Service? Because yeah, I know I've been doing that a lot. Here we are. It is the uh, 27th, and I still do not have my package. The uh, Tell me if, if, I, if I have... I know the post post service, the post office sucks, right? I know everyone has complained about the post office sucking, so I feel like well, this is kind of redundant. But tell me if if you would be at least semi upset in my position. Product was ordered on the sixteenth, paid priority mail for it, so you paid extra. You know, it's not just regular mail; it's priority mail. The product was mailed out on the sixteenth with an expected delivery date of the nineteenth. That shit never happened. On the nineteenth, it wasn't there. Uh, so my tracker goes, shows 16th, picked up 16th, goes to here, 16th, goes to here, and then nothing. Uh, on the 20th, I get a, a tracking update saying, your package is going to be late, but it's still on its way. And that is the last thing I fucking heard from the United States uh, Postal Service. It's now the 27th. So for a week, my tracking has not updated. Uh, so not only is it not here yet, they claim they haven't even bothered to try to get it here yet. I did send, as I mentioned, I sent out a postal claim uh, a couple days ago saying, hey, where's my shit? And I got back a letter saying, yeah, uh, due to COVID, we have transportation issues. So basically what they said is, yeah, we, we haven't found anybody to drive it over that way yet, uh, which is a ridiculous thing. So, and I, and I know I complained about this yesterday, and I'm going to complain about it every fucking day until I get my shit. So, I mean, am I wrong? It, it's It's been a week since they've even updated what the fuck happened to my package. How long do they wait before they just say they lost my shit? You know? I mean, is that just me? I'm <laughs> ah, 
And they suck so bad. I've told you guys this story before. I've ordered eight different things that went through the United States Postal Service, and every single fucking one of them was late. Every one. That's not an exaggeration. None of them got there on time. Bare minimum, it was a day late. I can accept the day late, but a whole bunch of them were later than that. And I told you all about that. I'm not going to repeat myself. It's just a shitty product. It really is. And I'm honestly going to avoid companies that use this, the post office. If I find out they use the post office to ship their stuff, I'm immediately going to back out of that uh, out of that fucking purchase and see if I can find it someplace else. I can tell you that much. Uh, FedEx fucks up some time. And uh, UPS, you know what? I don't, I've never had a fuck up from UPS, really. But uh, the United States post office, fucking 100% suck. That's, it's hard to have a 100% failure rate. Is you know, You'd think that they would accidentally fuck up and get it right every once in a while, uh, every once in a while but they seriously have a 100% failure rate to get me a product on time. Jeez. All right. Anyways. Uh, I feel better. Thanks for letting me vent. <laughs> Here's a great stat. Uh... One division scored bigger audience than Bridgerton in January data shows. Well, goddamn, it should be. <laughs> One division was the most watched show of any title across all major streaming platforms in January, according to the new data. Well, goddamn, I would hope so. So Bridgerton, God, I, my wife watched that and loved that shit. I, I can't, I can't get into those type of shows. But it's like, oh, it's, it's the medieval time. This is all about how they fucked and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's more to it. Than, show than that but every time i turned it on or every excuse me every time i walked through the room uh it's mostly like oh we should be fucking oh no we shouldn't be fucking oh we should have kids oh i can't have kids well we should have kids oh oh, yeah give me one division (laughs) and uh apparently those type of shows are really popular because bridgerton's not the only one like that at all there's a whole bunch of those medieval fucking shows (laughs) negative j strikes again i think you're starting to get the idea of the tone of the show <laughs> that uh you know uh, negativity is is kind of my thing so uh, and i'm slowly realizing that i i think i should probably embrace it if uh once i realize that that's what i'm good at I sh- you should go with what you're good at apparently i'm really good at complaining uh and you know they say if you practice something you get better at it so um that's why i'm so good at it i'm really good at complaining and, and, you know, everyone should have a hobby. That's mine. <laughs> uh, this isn't a real uh, article. It's an ad. You know, one of those things they get you to try to uh, click on it. Dustin's final worth will make you em- emotional. I don't give a shit about that. Although it was sad. Screech, uh, I'm talking, of course, Screech dying of cancer. That's not a uh, awesome thing. And it was scary because, you know, that's one of those things well, where he didn't even know about it until it was basically too late. And that's the story. I mean, I, I assume that's the way that they portrayed it, really, that, you know, he went in because he wasn't feeling that awesome. And you would think stage four fucking lung cancer wouldn't be walking around, you know? So uh, that scares me quite a bit because <clears throat> you would think that some of them, they can sneak up on you. Like like my shit was like stage three. Um, and I was and I was perfectly fine. But, but that's a, a kidney thing. You have two kidneys. You know, it's possible, you know, to have one shut down. And as long as you're healthy in every other way, you might not even notice, which is what the case was for me. But stage four is even more advanced. And lung cancer, your lungs you use all the time, constantly. You know, like I'm using them right now. 
you would think that if you had like stage four lung cancer, your lungs would be fucked up to the point that you would know about it, you know, like way before stage four, you would think. Um, and fucking he didn't, he went in cause he was like, I don't feel great, but he walked in. You know, when you say stage four lung cancer, you think of somebody lying in a bed with the iron lung thing from the olden days and helping them breathe and all, you know, and all these tubes hooked up to him. But he was walking around, walking around with stage four lung cancer, which means any of us could be walking around with stage four lung cancer. So, you know, um, that's a scary thing. And the only thing you can do is get yourself checked every once in a while. I mean, but how much, how often is every once in a while? How much do you feed into that fear? Because after a while, it is a fear. I mean, even you could get yourself checked every three months. You know, does that mean you're not going to catch anything? I don't know. I don't know how long mine took. You know, I don't know if it took me four years to grow that cancer or if it took me three months. They say sometimes it can be really fucking quick, you know, because um, you you always hear the stories about someone that, uh, you know, has cancer and they fix it. And then, you know, they get a scan six months later and they're all fucked up again. So, but how long is too long? You know, and these are questions that obviously I could look on the Google and find out. And I kind of don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm done with, with scans. Now this is my last one. I just set up an appointment to talk with my doctor about it, you know, in a couple of weeks. And from what I understand, it's he, they told me before that it's going to be the last time they test me, which makes me feel great. That means the doctors think that there's, that I have no more chance of getting cancer than anybody else anymore. But I know that's not true. I, I do. I've done my research. I know it's not true. I'm always going to have a significantly higher chance of it coming back than the average person. That's how that shit works. But do I fucking just demand to get tested every six months for the rest of my life? You can't live in fear. You got to just move on at some point and just hope that bad shit doesn't happen. Um, so that's how I plan on living my life. I, I'm super duper lucky like that. Nothing ever came back. My I, I feel my quality of life isn't what it was before, but compared to some of the people I see with cancer, Jesus fucking Christ. You know, I, I know someone who had a lymph, lymph, lymphoma, yeah, blood cancer uh, twice. And, you know, um, <clears throat> she survived both times, but her quality of life fucking sucks. She's always sick. She's all, you know, she's, there's always something wrong with her. There's, you know, she's been to, she goes to the hospital almost on a regular basis, you know, uh, for shit like mini strokes and just all kinds of bad stuff. And clearly her immune system health has been permanently broken. So I, you know, I thank whoever's out there every day that even though I'm not the way I was before I got sick, I'm still not fucked up like, like some people are. So yay me. <laughs> so, um, it is, a. Uh, and stuff like that makes me sad when you see stuff like that on Facebook. I spoke earlier about how awesome Facebook was for keeping track of your family and friends and seeing how they're doing. It, of course, also gives you the bad news when, when your family and friends are doing shitty. Um, excuse me. But you got to take the good with the bad. So I'm going to stick with Facebook despite all this silliness with it. Man, you ever want... It's funny. I would w want to post about vague booking on Facebook. I've actually did it in the past. Uh, and the funny thing is I have to be really careful about when I uh, post about vague booking because so many people I know do it so often that I could randomly post that I think vague booking fucking sucks and get offend somebody because they vague booked 10 minutes ago and I didn't notice. Uh, well, I did post this before though. Um, 
and I'll tell you guys in case you happen to vague book, if you vague book, and this is uh, for those who don't know the term, this is for someone who posts something on Facebook that to intentionally cause more questions. Basically, they'll post something very vague and, you know, um, and then a lot of times not even respond if people do question. Uh, like, here's a good one. Yeah, someone will post, I can't believe he would do that to me. And that's their post. <laughs> yeah. The, clearly, they want more attention. They want people, oh, oh who, who did what to you? Oh, I know who it was. What did he do? This, that, and the other. Let me, let me let you know. If you do stuff like that, I just assume the worst. If you post, oh, I can't believe you would do that to me. Guess what? I assume Phil just gave you fucking scabies. Okay? <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what I assume. Hold on, we have a caller. Well, hello there, Mr. Ghost. Hi, hello. Uh, is this the other ground live? Why, yes, it is, sir. What can I do for you today? I just, uh, you know, I was checking up on you, Mr. Ghost, and uh, I just wanted to see if you're fine, you know, if you're okay. I am always okay, sir. You can't keep me down. Oh, we got another caller. <laughs> it's a lemon. <laughs> what the? Okay, hello, a lemon. Haha, fooled you again, Path of J. It is I, the hacker. <laughs> okay, sir, what can I do for you today? I just thought I'd come up here and make Homeboy 88 feel uncomfortable for a bit. Oh, oh you, no, no, oh. no. Who's that? Who are you talking about? I'm Mr. Ghost. Yeah, Homeboy 88, you're Mr. Ghost. Uh huh, sure. Oh, I'm gonna, I know Homeboy 88. He's actually gonna release a masterpiece this week, coming soon. It's called The Dis, The Reply. It's gonna be a fantastic fucking show, but I'm Mr. Ghost. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. The history of rap battles, and it's going to have snippets of, uh, like, you know, No Vaseline from Ice Cube or uh, Tupac, uh, Hit Em Up, uh, Notorious B.I.G. who shot you. Hell, he takes it all the way back to 1984 with Roxanne Chante. Oh, Oh my my God. I don't know who most of them are. That's right, H88 for life. That's my buddy. This is this is what my show has come to. Man. Why? I'm so confused. Why? I'm so confused. Well, this is this is what your show has come know. to because I let your show be this. I mean, if we want to be Mr. serious, we can go back Mr. to Le- the other day. Hey, I, 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 I Excuse me. I'm not involved Ex- in any of this going Excuse forward. I'm not going me, to be Santana. I did not give you ear herpes. I gave you eardrum heroin because my shit is addicting to ear holes. Anyways, I have to go. Thank oh, you, God. Passive J. I just wanted to make sure you're okay. And uh, I see, I see my, I see the greatest man alive. Sly Dog is in there. I might join the fight companion. I don't know. Yeah, I might, I might run his cast tonight too. We'll just see about that. Oh, you motherfucker! Exactly. Go write your rap, bitch. Jesus Christ. Uh, well, thank you for calling. Oh, Mr. Christ. I appreciate it, boss. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Lemon, you fuck yourself. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Mr. Ghost. I'm going to let you go now before you well, recognize him. Bye bye. Yeah. Yeah. That sounded quite a bit like uh, um, President Obama, didn't it? It's... 
<laughs> like like the actual President Obama or some idiot homeboy 88 just trying to sound like a black guy being racist? <laughs> well, you know, I've got no comment on that, sir. All right. Well, we got four minutes left. Uh, we got anything you want to bring up before we get out of here, uh, Mr. Hacker? Yes. Uh, well, not nothing more than just saying I really anticipate the, the rhymes from Homeboy 88. I'm sure they're going to be legendary and groundbreaking since he's such a hip-hop aficionado. God, oh, that's I hard don't... to say with a lift. Have you ever said aficionado with a lift before? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say that I have. And not being a rap person, I've got no money on this one. I, I couldn't even tell you if it was a good rap or a bad rap. I mean, unless it's Weird Al. If Weird Al's rapping, I can tell you it's good. But in general, uh, I don't know what to think. Weird Al is one of the goats. Yeah, Weird Al. Let's, let's, let's finish this off with Weird Al. What's your favorite Weird Al song? Oh, boy. I That's like I'm fat. I'm a, real, I'm a basic bitch. I like I'm fat. Oh yeah, uh, fat. Yeah, yeah fat was a good I'm one. Fat, yeah, that's one classic. I'm See, I'm better than Homeboy '88 at that too. Come on. I got more chins than Chinatown. Ow! I love that fucking. And the video is off the wall, dude. That's still like one of the best videos you're gonna get out there. That chins in Chinatown line didn't really hold up in 2021. I think we no, should cancel no. Weird Al for that. We sir, can't cancel it out. Sir, I have a cease and desist from my friend. Can you stop saying his name? Jesus Christ. No, away, no, 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 Go away with this, man. We know it's you. Like every one of your other impressions, you can always hear Homeboy No, but he has a cease and desist on this. Okay, thank you very much. But we're talking about Weird Al here, man. Where we're saying your boss should put a teeth into this on your paycheck. The amount of time you waste calling it the positive show, the young leader. Oh, you're a you're a snitch. You're a snitch. Okay. Bye, bye, Mister Ghost. Thank you for calling. Uh, for me, God, there's so many good ones. Um, the uh, the Yoda song, I think, is one of my favorites. You know, I'm sure you're familiar with that one, right? No, I don't even know the Yoda song. I'm trying to think of <gasps> okay. other Weird Al songs. Well, it's it's gone. It's gone. It's, it's, he sung to the tune of Lola, which is a song. It goes like this: I met him in a swamp down in Dagobah, where it bubbles all the time like a giant carbonated soda. S O D A O D A. I saw him sitting there with like a bump on the log with a raspy voice. Oh fuck! I fucked it up. So it's it's a great song. It really is. Pastor Jay, I got to say, you have a really good, sweet singing voice. No, I have a horrible singing voice. It's Even angelic. my wife does that. <laughs> she's just putting yeah, you I, down because she's a woman. That's what yeah, they do. Yeah, but that, that, was, that, that was one of my favorites. Uh, I uh, I think uh, White and Nerdy is one of my favorites as well. Uh, I'm sure you heard that one. Yes, yes, I've heard that one. Yeah, so yeah, he got, he and he's he could have had. I mean, he's smart because he has a good voice, but you know, he. I'm not sure if he would have had a career as a real musician. I mean, maybe. I mean, he's good enough, like musically speaking, but it was like his sense of humor which made him stand out. And thank God he decided to, because you know, what, where well, would I, we be without Weird Al? He could have just become a polka specialist. Yeah, yeah, he is a big polka guy, isn't he? <laughs> with you know, with all that he plays, accordion, he plays the accordion. Yeah. What is it with uh? Uh, you know, obviously, uh, Polish people really like accordion. I've noticed Mexican uh, music has a lot of accordion in, in it as well. Did you ever notice that? 
What, like the pinata song? Is that, is that an accordion? I don't know. Hit but, the pinata, um, swing for the pinata. Where's the blindfold? <laughs> no, but, uh, I mean, I, I work at a, at a country club and there's a lot of uh, Mexican guys that work in the kitchen and they, you know, and they'll be listening to like uh, their music and there's like a lot of uh, horns in it and a lot of accordion. It's very festive music. I, I have no clue what they're saying or what, how, what genre you would actually call that. But, but I, I don't mind hearing it when I walk in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, it's, it's always very upbeat. I like a, a upbeat stuff. I seriously don't get how they're so sleepy listening to that music all the time. It doesn't even make sense. I don't know how they ever got the reputation of being sleepy or lazy. Every Mexican guy I've ever known worked his fucking ass off. Dude, they work ridiculous I, hours in that kitchen, and that's because they want to. Like the chef has said that he would or he would hire more people uh, if they didn't want to work these hours. And those uh, and those guys are working like fucking 60, 70 hour weeks just because they want the hours. Maybe it's a front for El Chapo's. <laughs> I will not stand for this intolerance. I am Mr. Ghost, and I'm telling you, cease and desist on this Mexican talk, Mr. Lemon. No, I, seriously speaking, I think Mexican culture is cool. I mean, like I said, everyone, uh, everyone of my ever met is a really hard worker. They're, they have excellent taste in food. That's and, right. And it's festive. So, you know, I don't see the exactly. downside. Really. I don't know. Half of J, their women have kind of funny shaped bodies. Let's be serious. They're kind of like oh, little dude. squares. I don't know about that. I, you, you're not looking at the same Latin as I'm looking at. <laughs> I can't agree with you on that one. I will say something in Spanish to you, Mr. Lemon. Chinga tu madre, pinche maricón cabrón. All right, see you guys later. I gotta... <laughs> Did he just say he needs to pinch a fucking wet log out of his little asshole? I think he did. I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't. I'm a little, you know, rusty on my Spanish. <laughs> I think he said something uh, about having AIDS from the butt. The bad, the bad AIDS, as opposed yeah. to like Michael Johnson. Michael Michael Johnson. Uh, well, Patrick J, it's 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 two minutes after four, and I'm sure yeah. Sly Dog wants to get a fight cast cracking. And I yep. know how you hate to keep the show rocking, so do a cool little <laughs> intro thing, so I can or the outro thing, so I can do the Wolf Castle by everybody. Alrighty, um, we're gonna get out of here. We won't be back tomorrow. We'll be back on Wednesday to start a whole new week of uh, Underground Live at six o'clock. I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, until then, I'm Pastor Jay. You got anything else, sir? Yeah, eat a dick, Wolf Castle, you faggot. <laughs> All right, I'm Pastor Jay, and you guys have yourself a great day. Simchin for the OG. Cheers.